It's uh, seven minutes after the hour. <laughs> I will get to the phones here in just a minute, but you got to hear this story. <laughs> oh, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> there is apparently a band, uh, a local band uh, in Nashville uh, called Lorona. And as it turns out, the lead singer had a thing for the girlfriend of one of the other band members. So in an attempt to lure the girl away, he laced <laughs> he laced this guy's drinks with estrogen. <laughs> uh, his motive was to force a transition on his friend so he wouldn't look better by comparison. Um, he apparently poisoned his drinks. They have since since gotten rid of the lead singer. <laughs> That's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been attempting to force a transition onto him for the last five months in hopes that uh, would give him the opportunity to swoop in once he looks stronger and more manly in comparison. So he's, he's given the other band member estrogen <laughs> so he'll develop uh, more feminine characteristics and by comparison, he'll look more masculine and swoop in and take the girl. Oh, boy. You can't make that up. If you're listening to me and you work on a farm, you live in rural Missouri, you're not in one of the major urban areas, you're on the far outskirts, you are apparently a threat to democracy. I wasn't aware of that. I, I thought that... Uh, People who work the land were pretty much the heart and soul of the country. <laughs> but a couple of progressives on uh, MSNBC think otherwise. I'll uh, play you the audio in just a minute. But let me go to the phones because it's Froster Buns Friday and Kurt is on the line. Kurt, good morning. Good morning, Gary. How are you doing? I am well, sir. I've got a question. I want to know what your opinion is of that commercial that they had on TV about CPD being understaffed in light of what is going on in the country today with the illegal gang members and stuff running. Well, just in, terms, just in terms of ratios, we don't have enough police officers in Columbia. That is correct. Uh, and we need to find a way to hire enough police officers so they can at least in a, in a timely way respond to crime. And we somehow are not getting that done. The city council is not allocating funds. Uh, the, the police officers we have are being lured away to better paying positions in other communities. I, I think we better do something about this. Yeah, but, but my thing was is, is kind of, if you know, you, you got the Venezuelan gangs running amok in, uh, in uh, Illinois and in New York, uh, what what would prevent them from saying, hey, we got a small town here with an understaffed police department. Let's move in. Well, that's not my fear. My, my fear is that we simply lack enough police officers, even without any gangs. We simply are understaffed and undermanned. And the city council could do something about it. Uh, we could 
you know, change our funding priorities so that we can give the officers we've got enough pay that they stay mm-hmm. and and that it becomes an attractive position for uh, uh, people to come in and, uh, uh, and, and join the, the I'll, Columbia I'll, Police. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. It just seemed kind of funny to me to be advertising that your police department was understaffed in lieu of uh, what's going on. I was on just my wanted to know your opinion on it. All right, well, there you go. All right, Kurt, okay. thank, you. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. So, uh, you're, you're living in rural America. <clears throat> you, you probably aren't listening to Morning Joe uh, because you've got more sense than to do, to do that. But here we go. This is the threat. You got to hear this. Joining us now, professor of political science at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, Tom Schaller, and journalist and opinion writer Paul Waldman. Their new book, Out Tomorrow, is entitled White Rural Rage, The Threat to American Democracy. And Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, why are white rural voters a threat to democracy at this point? You would think, as we pointed out, looking at Joe Biden's background and Donald Trump's, that, that the opposite would be true. I mean, we lay out the fourfold interconnected threat that white rural voters pose to the country. First of all, and we show 30 polls and national studies to demonstrate this. We provide the receipts in Chapter 6. They're the most racist, xenophobic, anti-immigrant, and anti-gay geodemographic group in the country. Second, they're the most conspiracist group. QAnon support and subscribers, election denialism, COVID denialism and scientific skepticism, Obama birtherism. Third, anti-democratic sentiments. They don't believe in an independent press, free speech. They're most likely to say the president should be able to act unilaterally without any checks from Congress or the courts or the bureaucracy. They're also the most strongly white nationalists and white Christian nationalists. And fourth, they are most likely to excuse or justify violence as an acceptable alternative to peaceful public discourse. So you mentioned a lot of negative factors <laughs> about, about this, this demographic. Um, I'm, I'm confused, Brian. Why? Listen- Why are you confused? Well, it's pretty uh, clear he's made up his mind that farmers are very dangerous individuals. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I, I know that we get a lot of calls from people who live in rural Missouri. And I don't know of one call. I don't think I've ever gotten a call from somebody in rural Missouri. I'm sure there must be somebody out there who believes that the president can always act unilaterally. I, I've never heard anybody say that. I've heard them express frustration with Congress, frustration with Washington, nothing gets done. But I've never heard anybody call the program. We've been doing this now for 15 years. I don't remember anybody ever calling the program saying the president should be able to act unilaterally. Just do whatever he wants. Maybe they've got access to different information. But if you listen to how they, uh, they, they open... They looked at a variety of studies and concluded. Now, what they did, the technical name for what they did is called a meta-analysis. We look at these studies, and this is what we conclude. Did they exclude studies that didn't agree with them? You don't know this because it's a meta-analysis. You have to look at their you know, it, it, the other studies that might be out there, see if they're listed. 
they're they're racist, xenophobes, and likely to to uh, favor violence. So when when Donald Trump was elected, I I I'm I'm just telling you this is a surprise to me. Washington, D.C. and other major urban areas around the country erupted in violence. Those, apparently, Brian, were farmers. Yes. People living in rural America who came into Washington, D.C. and, you know, smashed windows and burned cars. And uh, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. I, <laughs> who would have thought that QAnon lived out on the farm? Yeah. But according to these guys, they, I mean, they've, they got it. They nailed it. What a load of Bravo Sierra is that? <laughs> Holy Toledo. All right. Uh, do you want to take, go to the phones? You want to take yeah, a break? Yeah, we can what do that. You want to go to the phones? Yeah, All we right. can do that. All right. Uh, let's get Ken on the line. Ken, good morning. Hey, morning, Gary. Hey, uh, uh, the thing that froze my butt is... The, the amount of vehicles we see in town and out on the road with temporary plates. We saw one yesterday that was expired in November of 22. And some friends of mine and one in Kansas City said she'd sold it, saw one that expired in 18. And a friend of mine in Columbia said he saw one that expired in 18. But we don't have enough cops for the traffic control. So well, it, I think there's... Just, uh, I think there's another problem, Ken, and that other problem is um, we don't want to pull anybody over for a traffic violation because they might be a minority. And then uh, well, they they start looking at that and going, oh, they're racist. So yeah, I think well, they're just saying, let's I'm just sorry, not sorry, but if you're breaking the law, no matter what color you are, you're breaking the law. Oh, and, you, you, must know, live in, you must I live in rural America. I do, and proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ken, thanks, right, buddy, thanks. for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, boy. Gary, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. Hey, uh, I'm sure that if Zoomer needs to hire more, uh, be more diversified, wouldn't you be willing to give up an hour of your program so that uh, Kevin Jackson could uh, come in and, you know, help with that dynamic? No, no. Oh, yeah, I'm, I thought for sure you'd give it up for him. No, no, no. Boy, that sounded dirty. Uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> well, it did. Uh, Your mind I, you know, went I, there, really? Uh, I, I give him. <laughs> Don't blame me. You're the one that said it. I just, I give him 30 minutes just so he can be heard by people. <laughs> hey, All right. Uh, one other thing that's on him, Frost the Bunch uh, thing, is. On Donald Trump and the states that are blocking him from supposedly being uh, going on the ballot to be voted for, and they're doing it because of uh, insurrection. Yes. Isn't, don't you have, I know he's been charged with it, but don't you have to be convicted? I actually, mean, the Supreme did, Court, actually, Gary, I don't think he's been charged with it. I, well, he hasn't. Well, I don't think he's how, even been charged with it. Uh, how are these states coming up with, well, Don, uh, you know, that Trump's been, uh, uh, you know, guilty of insurrection. He's never been charged or found guilty of it. Yeah, they're just, they're concluding this. And there's no reason, Illinois just did it, 
And there's no reason for Illinois to do it. It's already being challenged at the Supreme Court. Why not just I mean, sit? I don't know. Well, my, my thought is at the Supreme Court, all they got to do is say, hey, if the guy hasn't been found guilty of it, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty, you can't do it. I mean, how hard is that? I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to say, no, you don't have the right to do this, and all of this will go away. It's just another example of the end justifies the means for people with Trump derangement syndrome. And, oh, and, no doubt and, about it. and the truth is, they don't trust you. You're not smarter. You're too stupid. You might vote for him. So let's see if we can eliminate him as a threat to our belief. All right. I understand. Take care, Gary. All right, Gary. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Froster Buns Friday. Phone calls coming up next on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 23 minutes after 11 o'clock. And a message from Carolyn Gary. Simple question for you. If you became president, how would you deal with the millions of illegal immigrants that are already here? <laughs> well, first thing I would do is end any welfare at the federal level. I would not give them a dime of federal money. But then as the president, if I had a libertarian Congress, I'd stop redistributing money to the states, too. Now, if some community wants to be a sanctuary community, well, then they can pay to keep the uh, people that don't want to work there. Of course, that'll break the bank. Somebody will either have to go home or go to work in order to survive. Get the government out of it completely, Carolyn. Also, you write, your caller who pointed out that TV ads feature mainly black people is correct in saying that the balance of races featured is greatly changed. It doesn't matter, but it's very odd. Well, does do we keep records to see, you know, do, we, do you keep track to see who's French descendant, who's German descendant, who's Irish descendant? No. People are people. I don't give a rodent's rectum what color their skin is or where they're from. They're Americans. Well, no, I don't, beyond that, it just doesn't, uh, doesn't mean a thing to me. Uh, Kevin says, uh, uh, was that study you shared earlier from the University of Wisconsin a meta-analysis, the one regarding crime stats? Nope, it was not. It was based on a Texas study. Uh, Brian, I had the, uh, I had the Trump Biden news conference on yesterday afternoon in the background as I worked. Did you hear the audio clip where Biden talking about wildfires and said building codes was the reason all buildings burned down except one roof there? No, I, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, boy, strange. All right, to the phones we go. Sam is on in Columbia. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning. You are doing a true public service on a, a couple of levels. First of all, while on hold, the information that uh, is available for anybody listening while on hold is fabulous. So thank you for that. Um, and the, the other public service is, without you, I would not listen to Morning Joke, nor anyone on there. So so now, <laughs> I'm glad, after you played what you played, you know, I've said this, I've said this so many times, that when someone sounds like they're, you know, scared, paranoid, I remind them, look, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean someone's not out to get you, just to make them <laughs> feel better. And then also, uh, I remember when, when uh, St. George Floyd, Floyd George, whatever, all the riots, 
the number of MAGA hats of the participants in those riots. I would have loved to have had the proceeds for all of the, the, the vendors who stood outside the, the Chaz, uh, you know, and, and sold MAGA hats because you could not look at an image without seeing a sea of red MAGA hats. Yeah, it's amazing how, how those, and they all came from the farms and ranches around the cities. Yeah. And, and just, just like when, when Jesse Smoulet you know, was attacked um, by, and, and even had the news to prove it, uh, by those with MAGA hats screaming, this is MAGA country. I just, you know, at zero degrees during a polar vortex in Chicago, I, where would they find a MAGA hat to put on? Because I'm sure they tried to. Well, they, they uh, apparently were wearing red caps. Um, but, you know, um, downtown Chicago, on a freezing cold night, in the middle of the night, that's when the MAGA people come out, you know. <laughs> that's when you find them on the streets raising mayhem. And, of course, as Brian Hansen will point out, they were no match for Jesse Smollett because he was armed with what, Brian? A uh, club. A, a club. A club sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. <laughs> you know, he's still pushing that line. <laughs> yeah, it's just so Even stupid. today, he just can't get over it. It's true. It's true, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there probably wasn't a Republican in Chicago at that hour of the night wandering the streets uh, anywhere, <laughs> much less just happened across, you know, just happened to find him. You know, apparently they were stalking him. You know how clever. The, see those people that live on the farms and the ranches in oh, rural yeah. America? They're really good hunters. They are. And they they hunted for him <laughs> and found him. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Matthew, good morning. Good morning. So I'm calling on the expired plates issue. Um, so I'm a, a police officer in a small town. I'm listening to you right now, driving around. And my biggest pet peeve is expired plates. And usually it's people coming from Kansas City. It's not uncommon to find people who have plates expired four years ago. Uh, my biggest ticket, my, my biggest um, expiration I saw was seven years ago. And I stopped and wrote the ticket. And I guess in Kansas City, they don't really enforce it. And like in Columbia, they don't really enforce it for whatever reason. So you wrote them a ticket? Oh, of course. 100%. If it's any more than six <laughs> months expired, I'll write that ticket and not think twice about it. Um, but you know, it's a discretion thing. And you know, my personal thing is that if it expired yesterday, I'll stop you. But it's usually around the six month mark is when I start writing the citations because at that point it's kind of ridiculous. And you know, on Saturdays when I work, it comes out to uh, people saying, well, I was just on my way to the DMV. I'm going there tomorrow. And oh, the DMV is not open on Sunday. So I don't know where you're going and you're lying. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just people. Um, not wanting to pay the taxes, and to, to an extent, I agree. That politically, I agree to as far as you know the tax situation is ridiculous. But at the same time, to drive around with places expired four or five years ago is is ridiculous. Yeah, because I'm shouldering the bill <laughs> that they're not paying. All right, Matthew, be careful, okay? Yeah, have a nice day. All right, you too. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hey, it's Froster Buns Friday, and you can chat about pretty much anything you want. Because this is your day, and if you're somewhere living in rural America, you you gotta you're scaring me. Gary Nolan Zimmer Radio Network. This.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is 11.35. Let me uh, let me see which messages I've got here. Um, <laughs> Brandon uh, says, uh, what is this? Uh, what's the fascination with older callers and expired tags? I'm up to date, but I couldn't. Uh, but couldn't you argue not paying this is a form of taxation protest that we're being overtaxed and regulated on everything? Seems like those calling in would always want taxes taken away. I'm sure the argument. I'm sure the argument is, uh, but it's the law. Well, actually, here's the thing: if if you're not paying for highway maintenance uh, with your license plates then I'm paying. Uh, then the rates go up. I have to pay. I have to make up the difference. Um, I'm pretty sure that would be the, what their argument is. Jane says, Froster Buns Friday. Since mid-January, I've been calling Republican headquarters to inquire about accommodations for being, uh, for those of us who follow the Sabbath <clears throat> so that we uh, may participate in the caucus. Caucuses on Saturday only. Primaries were on weekdays. No one answers the Republican headquarters phone, and the voicemail is always full. I feel as though my right to vote is being violated at Frost My Buns. Well, I don't have a solution. You'll have to just keep trying to call the Republican Party. Personally, uh, and I've said this before, this is how it should work. You... Uh, you you sign up to be a delegate, you go to the state convention, and you make your vote there. Not everybody will be able to go. Not everybody will want to go. But that's how they should determine who their candidates will be. Shouldn't be up to taxpayers. Shouldn't be a messy, sloppy system. It should just be, hey, I'm a delegate. I signed up. I'll take the trip to the state convention, and I'll, and I'll vote. Uh, for the candidate of my choice. Uh, to the phones here, uh, and callers, hang on, we're going to get to you in a minute. Uh, we got callers, there we go. Uh, ben, good morning. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. Uh, every once in a while I run short on funds, and today was one of those, and I'm forced to listen to your program until I can pay the fine again. Uh, <laughs> so, I <caught> <laughs> so I caught your segment on the farmers. I wanted to clear up a couple things. One is, we're not prejudiced. We hate everybody. Right? Good. You're an equal opportunity yeah. annoyer. Equal opportunity hater, yeah. And uh, the other is, I don't know how you can dispute the thing that the farmers are on all these protests. Don't you see all the pitchforks? <laughs> That's the farmers' protest with this pitchforks, and they were all over the place, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were driving their tractors right into downtown D.C. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I, uh, I found that segment pretty... Uh, Pretty crazy. I mean, that's uh, that's really wanting to believe something pretty bad to, to think that. Yeah, I think some of the most some of the most conservative uh, constitutionalist Republican or uh, uh, citizens are the ones who work the land for a living. They work hard. They work on godly hours. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I see that my wife must have heard me on the radio and put some money in my account. So go ahead and run the card, uh, and uh, I'll get off the phone and. All right, Ben, thank you. Glad to, <laughs> glad to end the Gary Nolan show. Brian, I get a share of that. Uh, not today. 
But it wasn't yesterday either. No, it's not going to be tomorrow either. <laughs> so you lied under oath. You said that you always share that. It's in the mail, you tell me. Well, it will be, yes. Oh, now it will be. <laughs> you see how it works? Yeah, you're a Democrat. Uh -huh. I didn't know it. Jerry is on the line. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Gary. Um, I just had a question about voting. Um, last year, I went up to vote. My normal place been voting there for 30 years. And they told me I had to run my driver's license through a machine. Have you encountered that? I have not. Brian, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Haven't seen that. Okay. Uh, they said, and I said, no, the only time I have to surrender my driver's license is to a law enforcement officer while I'm driving. It's the only time I have to do that. My driving status has nothing to do with my voting status. I gave him my regular voter ID card and everything, and they knew I, and they know who I am. I showed him my license. I wasn't going to run it to the machine. What, what so, well, city? What, what city? Uh, Brunswick, Missouri. In Brunswick, Missouri. Uh, I'm going to throw out a phone call here uh, to see if anybody else has encountered this. So people were giving them the driver's license and they were running it through a machine apparently to validate that it was a, a license that was uh, that was real? I, Is I, it? Don't know. I don't know why they were doing it, but he told me I couldn't vote today then if I wouldn't do that. And I said, well, I'll just call the attorney general's office to see what he has to say. That got their tempers flaring and then some lady that was really helpful, and I'm not going to say what party she's from or anything like that, but um, you, know, you can use a provisional ballot, and that's what I had to use, a provisional ballot. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a call out to see if anybody else has encountered this. This might be something for Dave Rowland uh, at MoFreedom.org. Jerry, thank you for the yeah. call. Glad to have you on yeah. the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, I've got a question for you. If you're listening to me now and you voted in the last election... Did they ask to run you know, for your driver's license and then run it through a machine? Did they ask for your driver's license and run it through a machine? If they did, would you do me a favor and give me a call? 800-529-5572. I'm uh, kind of curious about this because um, I, I hadn't seen this. If when you voted... The last time you went to vote, did they take your driver's license, run it through a machine, and then give it back to you? 874-9390 if you're local. Toll-free 800-529-5572 if you're not. Uh, Chris is on the line. Chris, good morning. I was kind of chuckling. He called from Brunswick, Missouri, the pecan capital of Missouri, and he says they're nuts. Well, <laughs> What do you, that's what you should expect, right? Well, you're showing out these puns, uh, and, and it's well, distracting. Sorry, it's just, you know, that's how it hit me. Uh, I think they scan your driver's license around here, if I remember, here at Columbia, England. Uh, if I remember, they've got like a barcode scanner that they, I guess they hit it and it tells them that's who you are or something. But who knows what we're tracking or who we're selling it to. Uh, the guy that called in the earlier talking about the expired tags and thinking maybe there was something, or you said something going on there. There is. A friend of mine up here in town was talking to him a while back, and he said, he's one of the kind of guys who'll talk to anybody. He said, I'm at the gas station. The guy pulls up next to me there, gassing up, and I noticed his uh, tags are expired, temporaries, and he says he's a black guy. But he said, I thought, hey, I'll just ask him, you know. He said, uh, 
I noticed your tanks are expired. He said, don't, don't you get stopped a lot or something? The guy said, well, not too often, but he said, they'll stop me, but they'll just ask me if I'm working at all, and if I tell them yes, you know, they, they don't give me a ticket. And he said it comes down to he couldn't afford the sales tax and the property tax, so, you know, I guess it's cheaper to pay by the ticket than to have to lump all that out at once, if you think about it. That's interesting. Pay yeah, by the ticket that's, instead that's, of... Well, I mean, if you think about it, if it's, you know, two, $3,000 of sales tax and license fees and all that, why are they going to charge you every time you get a, you know, driving with an expired tag or whatever, or not registered, I guess. I don't know how it would come out, but probably, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks Might be the uh, easy payment plan for some people. I don't know. I don't know either. That's an interesting uh, idea. Chris, thank you. <laughs> I go try that, are you? Uh, well, you know, I'm driving this Mercedes. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, say that. Really... <laughs> that's a good example Chris. out of you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. <clears throat> no. No, I don't wanna I don't wanna find out that way. No? No. No, <laughs> nay Perlene. Nancy, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am well. Um, I'm calling because the guy from Brunswick, um, I live in a town in Boone County, and I never give a thought, but they will, like, scan my driver's license before I vote, even though they'll mail me out a little paper card. So not really sure what that's about. They're not inserting it in a machine or anything. It's like they're scanning it with, like, a barcode thing. Huh. I can see them looking at it, and, you know, checking the picture and m mm -hmm. matching the address. <clears throat> I wonder what harm could be done from that. I uh, wonder what information the barcode on that license reveals. I don't know, but I'm going to make a phone call as soon as I get home to ask exactly what it is. Because, you know, sometimes you never really think about what's going on until someone else is like, hey. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, not good you know, at all. If but. you find out, go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. Tell me what you found I out. I sure will. Thanks, Nancy. Thanks, Nancy. All right, callers, uh, the clock is ticking. Brian is insisting. So we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to come back and grab your phone calls. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's uh, 11.50. Brian has got a mean streak, people. You don't, know, you don't know how mean this guy is. What are you uh, talking about? Oh, well, <laughs> what was it, 11.59? Uh, no, not yet. It's only 11.50. Oh, <laughs> uh, Phones are nuts today, buddy. Huh? Phones are nuts today. <laughs> but we're going to get to every single call that's on the board. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, you people have no idea what it's like to work with this guy. It is not easy. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to go to the phones. Gary is on the line. Gary, good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, yeah, my thing was scanned, but what I'm calling about is uh, Bitcoin. And ponder this over the weekend, Gary, because it kind of seems more than a coincidence, but Bitcoin, after they passed the bill for Ukraine and Israel funding, Bitcoin went up 24% in three days. Um, the way this arms sales and stuff has gone, we cannot ship. They got a law that, or uh, it's criminal, or 
they have to get paid for the arms we're shipping now. Uh, and Ukraine doesn't have banks. They only use Bitcoin. And I don't know what Israel is using, but the worldwide banking situation isn't good. So they're, for all these weapons and that, they're using um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is coming back to the United States for the money that we're shipping over there, Gary. And I've all, long suspected it. All right, Gary, 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 Gary. I've only got a few minutes left, and I, every phone yeah. line is tied up. What is your point? Well, I believe it's money laundering that's going on in Ukraine. I believe Bitcoin's being used, and I think it's part of the reason Bitcoin jumped in prices because of how much is going to be shifted back and forth, and the need for it, the supply and demand for it. I All right. Think it's All right, Gary, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Scotty is, oh boy, here we go. We're going to hear about some vaping product, I'm sure. Go ahead, Scotty. Well, actually, I was calling in about the, how dare you presume to know my thought process, sir? Yeah. <laughs> it's really not much of a challenge. <laughs> No, you're talking about them expired tags. I actually had a couple different people tell me that it is cheaper to pay, and they both said a $100 fine per incidence than it is to pay the taxes. To give you an idea, on the last new truck I bought, I literally could pay the $100 fine 64 times before I paid for the sales tax on this truck at $6,400. And you scatter that out, you know, because you're not going to get busted eight or ten times in a day. It's going to be scattered out over, you know, months, weeks, or never. And the people that are doing this, by the time that comes around, as they're getting close, they just go trade off to another car and get a new temp tag. But you can't sell the car without a, without a title. Clear title. Well, that's just it. No. But the thing is, I believe, is that the hoopties that they're buying, they're driving dies, buy them, run them in the ground, park them in the street where everybody's got to go around them and the city can't push snow, and just go get another car. Well, uh, I guess that's a possibility. That certainly is. Yep. I'm going to let you go right now before you hey, have a chance to say anything. No, I, oh, for crying out loud. No, I was just, just going to tell you, I'll be thinking about you tonight down at CeCe's having a uh, Gary steak. <laughs> oh, we just I just... We were, I was just talking to... He can't have steak Wayne. today. It's Friday. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. I went in to talk to Wayne at, over on a... Como Vapor. I fall over there at Como Vapor, but he's in Florida goofing around. <laughs> so I was talking to the new guy in there. He's pretty cool. Man, you ought to see the new flavors they've got. Woo-wee. That's a mess there ain't nothing there. like a good vape after a good CC's city brawler. Either the Akiyushi <laughs> or the Gary Steak. Does this sound like a phone hanging up on you? Oh, I accidentally hung oh, up Oh, that on wasn't it. nice. Darn. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? I mean, do you realize how he whacked me around there? He gave a free ad out on the program for this vape place that you guys like. Yeah, the Como Vapor, huh? And he, he didn't have City to clarify the, the name. And then he rubs it in that he's getting a Gary steak. Right. Oh. He forgot that you can't have meat on Fridays. So... Well, you know what? A week ago yesterday, I was at CeCe's, and I had the Gary steak, and it was fabulous. Oh, my God, was that good. 
now I'm thinking about it all. You people are cruel. You remind me that it's uh, a Friday in Lent. Just, just so I can, you know, uh, it's frustrating. I'm just going to the phones. I'm going to talk to Steve. Steve, good morning. Yep. Um, about the voter ID, I'm yeah. in Northern Boone County, and they've been taking, they haven't, I haven't used my paper voter card for several years. Um. I don't even know. I asked, why do I even need to care? They don't even want to look at it. Do they flash? The uh, are they flashing that red, uh, that little like uh, scanner yeah. gun? Yes. All right. So they're not running your phone, your driver's license through a machine. They're just flashing the the red. Yes, I think so. But then yeah. again, if you if you go to the Gerbs on Paris Road and you buy alcohol there, that's the only grocery store I think. But from what I've been told by some of my friends. That's the only grocery store in Columbia that uh, cards people, especially elderly people. So, <laughs> well, uh, then, then um, Brian, yeah, they, <laughs> they, they scan they scan your driver's license there too when you're if you're if you buy alcohol. Yeah, you know the truth is that when uh, Brian uh, gets stopped by the police and they ask for his license, they write him a ticket just because the picture is so awful. <laughs> All right, Steve, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, boy. Uh, what are, where are we at here? 57. We're about almost out of I got about a minute. Let me get Lori on here just uh, to hear from a female. Lori, good morning. Hello. G go ahead. Oh, I was just calling about the voter ID also. Um, but now I'm wondering if scanning it is the process. I'm in Jefferson City, Missouri. So... Yeah, it appears to be the way they uh, they determine your name and address and identity. And uh, okay, I, I was just curious because um, you would ask anybody that had to have their vote their ID scanned, you know, to call in, and I thought, oh, they're finally, you know, verifying that we are who we say we are and stuff, but. Um, they are, I, I thought I had this vision of them taking the the card and and running it through a machine. Uh, apparently, they just uh, flash that little gun at it and. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it is too. And and your last caller, that's what when he started saying that, I was just like, oh yeah, it wasn't really a machine. I mean, like they put it in front of a machine, but they're just kind of scanning it. So yeah, a little voter ID, a little identification before you vote. Sounds like a good idea. Lori, I got to run. Thank you for the call. We got to run. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem and Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.